everyone, and welcome to the Helm to Tower podcast. That's right. We're doing another podcast, everyone. That's right. That's can't right. Can't quit us. You can't quit us. Um, Helm to Tower will be slightly um, shifting uh, here, here as, I, as I'm opening the show here, just to give everybody the, the lowdown of 2023 is the year of podcasts for Helm to Tower. Um, that's going to be kind of our focus going forward and kind of the main uh, piece of content that we're going to be producing for the channel. Um, just because that's easier on my life and our, I think both of our lives. Um, as uh, if you don't know, this is Helm to Tower is our Destiny 2 channel for Irrational Passions. Um, Irrational Passions also has a main channel where we do a bunch of other video game coverage, uh, video stuff. Which mainly I produce. Uh, hello, I'm Mike Burgess. I'm here with Alex O'Neill. Hello. Um, you should have, probably assume that that you might know that There'll by now. Visuals too yes. for people watching the video. Exactly. This will be a video on the YouTube channel, of course. Um, but yeah, this is just kind of um, shifting because as you've seen, like you know, by the time this episode's come out, it's hard to think that'll be close to a month since we've launched Helm to Tower because we launched it around when the Witch Queen came out, and that was around the same time Lightfall is coming out. Yeah. Um, so we're like clo- approaching uh, that one year mark, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, but if you've seen other content on the channel, you'll see that it's more like Destiny 2 guides and uh, other kind of video styles like weapon reviews and some other, you know, we've done we've done podcast-esque content already. Uh, but now we're, now we're making it the focus um, because it's just easier for me to produce um, with my kind of uh, schedule of creating content for Rational Passions. I'm also a graphic designer for IGN, and I freelance there now, and that's an all-extra piece of um, work on my plate. Uh, so just I'm spinning a lot of plates, and this will just be easier. Um, so that's just the, the housekeeping on that. But we're still going to be um, making Destiny content. I still want to do it. We both still want to do it. We love the game. Um, we want to, and this is, I think, going to be the best way to do it and more consistently uh, do it because we plan on at least for right now as we're getting into Lightfall and we're getting a ton of news that we're going to talk about uh, and we'll go over. Um, we're going to try and be weekly with the show um, and then depending on how the weeks are, we might we might we might skip some weeks, but we plan on sticking to weekly now as we get into Lightfall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, those are, I just want to get the housekeeping notes out of the way. Because uh, we are out ultimately here not to talk about that, but we're here to talk about Destiny 2, baby. Destiny! Very good video game. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, we're here to talk about all of the, the news that has happened in the world of Destiny uh, this past week. And boy, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, just going in order here of everything that we've gotten this past week. Um, we got a new Lightfall trailer that started the week off. Um, then we got a massive blog post, or two massive blog posts, one about build crafting, the f- future, and how that's changing in Lightfall. Also, a weekly Bungie blog, which I do every week. Um, had a ton of cool info in it as well. Um, get fucking wrecked blues. Blue drops, they're gone. <laughs> everyone no can, more blues. Everyone can be happy. Uh, we also had the, the quote-unquote, like, ending to the seasonal story in the current season that is going on in destiny um is kind of the the, the end but then we also know there is now going to be a proper finale uh mission coming in the last the second to last week of the season um so we'll talk about that too um but first um alex how, how are you doing 
I'm doing great. Excited. Mm -hmm. I'm also, you know, for if folks want to see more written stuff about Destiny, I got mm -hmm. a, a written column that'll be coming out. The first one will be coming out, I guess. I don't know when this will go out, but but close mm -hmm. to when we're recording this. Um, and uh, then I'll, I'll hopefully be doing like a companion just video to go along with it. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. There's a lot of stuff going on in Destiny right now. So yeah. A lot of stuff uh, going yeah. on. I'm stoked. We were we were did some GMs this week, and yep, GMs I, are fun. I have I have all my bounties sorted and, and ordered, Bounty except for prepped. the ones left to do. Uh, so I'm yeah, I'm I'm just stoked. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, I'm I'm in a similar place where I I've done half of the half of the GMs as I am working towards con getting a Gilded Conqueror for the season. Um, if how of how that works. There's GM Grandmaster Nightfalls will come at the end of the season. And that's where we're work the, they're like the hardest and game to content. And they're super fun. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with those <clears throat> as always. Um, and those are going to be even more interesting. Um, and some of the news we got as um, we'll get into um, yeah. how they will change with Lightfall. Um, that's, that'll be in the build crafting stuff, but I think we should just go down in order from what we, well, we started okay. and saw what saw with the season because um, the first thing we saw was pretty exciting and that was a new lightfall trailer like we had a neo Muna environment trailer that was kind of happened the right at the beginning of the week um, and yeah there there's a lot of cool um, vibes to that trailer um, I definitely recommend if you haven't seen it I'll definitely put it up um, in the video in the video uh, so you can see at least see it visually but I would also recommend go listening to it because there's a lot of cool um, music and also like uh hear callus talking and kind of uh heckling guardians and stuff talking it's, trash talking trash it's very good um you see a lot of cool environments um what what kind of stuck out to you in the in the trailer it was cool obviously i'm so excited for neo Muno. we've talked yep. about this in other things but just the urban environment in destiny mm -hmm. that is like not destroyed yeah. uh, this pristine is going to be just shiny such, and new it's going to be delightful to explore um i really liked now we have we're getting like shots in this trailer of different areas that we haven't seen like callus's ship proper right mm -hmm. we see what looks like inside sections of that that are are kind of harkening back to the leviathan giant gold statues of callus things like that yeah and like to me, looking at it and trying to piece together what this looks like from the visuals they've shown us, it seems like, and it makes sense with Neptune being a gas giant, uh, Neo Moon is like a floating city. Mm -hmm. and the, this giant callous ship that looks like an almighty uh, now, potentially like the a pyramid that has like transformed to be a shape akin to its master. Who knows? We'll maybe learn about that. Yeah. Um, has like crashed into the city in the sky so they're both kind of floating um so that's a really interesting scale and yeah I, i'm curious like what this like darkness architecture breaking into the city what that means and how yeah. that works yeah there was there was a lot of super cool shots in that regard of like the straight up very vivid shot of like the, the there you can see three guardians way down on the ground running past these like ruins like they're like partially like neo Muna on fire but also it's like the, the ship itself just being mm -hmm. crashed into this is also being like ruined and you just have this like cool shot of them like running up to Kalsha's ship and you can see like the scale of how 
massive the area is. Um, really, really cool shot. Um, a lot, a lot of fun details. Um, I, I kind of pointed out a few things in here that I saw and started noticing after like a couple, a couple watches of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So the big thing I saw is that Osiris is on Neo Muna. Like we've seen him in like promotional art, uh, but there is a shot of him. Um, it's, it's, it's very quick, but there's kind of this, there's like a shot of the, um, like there's like a guardian who like kneels down at a pond and there's like a, um, like there's like the fish that we've seen in the, in the beyond light with, uh, Elsie, the stranger, those polka puka fish, I think is what they are called. Um, there's another shot in like a different part of that area where you see like three guardians from a distance. And if you look at one of the corners, there's like a whole, like it's all, it's all this these weird little yellow kind of humanoid looking figures. Yeah. But, and there's also like a big banner that straight up just has the Osiris symbol on it. And you can kind of, yeah. he's kind of obscured, but you can see him standing there. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be the vendor of Neomuna or one of the vendors of Neomuna. Um, so he's like on the planet, like doing stuff. And I'm, I'm guessing the yellow things that are with him are like, if you remember from Curse of Osiris way back in the day, he had those like, there's like the whole scene of like when you first go in the Infant Force and he has all those yellow, like, like after, images. after images of him, like going around doing stuff and gathering info for him. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's just like something he can still do, even though he doesn't have powers anymore. Or maybe those are something else entirely. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, like it doesn't really, we didn't really grasp from that, but it was clearly like some little visuals of that. So clearly he has definitely a very important role um, on Yamuna. Yeah. I was I the theory I had in my head about those like yellow hologram things were that through some of the lore we pieced together, you, you know the the thing that happened in the dungeon is kind of like the ship and the AI that was sent to Neo Muno. Mm -hmm. You can kind of infer from some details, and with that there was like this program called Echo One and Echo Two, where Exos would raise humans. Um, so I wonder if these like holograms are like the minds of those exos like uploaded to a, a kind of new interface that has happened over like the thousands of years or whatever. Yeah, since, yeah, that's a, since they got here. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting thought. Like th like yeah. like a network of people, and that's why potentially like the Vex, the Vex invading is like really bad because maybe like ancestral exo minds are in the in this yeah. like network consciousness and yeah. then maybe there's, there's something there I, I don't know yeah there's i'm definitely thinking of like there's some kind of either like multiple reality things going on potentially there's like a plenty of different ways they're going about that i think just because like yeah. a, a, there's a there's some other shots in there like we said like the vex are on the amuna and there's very much a shot where it's you know, has it has this really slick edit of a, a sparrow like going through these areas and it's like flash cutting to different parts and one is like very clearly like the vex network is like taking over the entire sky in the area and this and there's other shots besides that one of like we're going back into the main vex network so if you play yeah. displays see the splicer we had those missions going into the vex network uh, and fighting vex but now we're going into another area like that, which is really exciting because I always liked that visual style. It's super cool. Um, and yeah, it clearly shows same. that like, there's like a big, there's like a very big reason the Vex are also on Niamuna. And that's like you said that maybe that's potentially what it is, is there's uh, like a lot of information or like digital people are like part of Niamuna is like being like virtually constructed and they're, 
the Vex are going in there to like get something or that like is something the Vex don't want is like humans being virtual or whatever. Like who knows what, what it is it's, really yet, but it's, it's interesting. It's a very, sure. um, it's a very net runner concept, right? It fits into the cyberpunk aesthetic that they're going for. Yeah. Of like having sure. like the net that is like this cyber world. Um, yeah. And it fits, mm-hmm. fits with Vex as well. So it's just a, a theory, but, but hopefully that sounds cool at least. Yeah. It sounds really cool. Uh, the one last thing, um, I, at least I wanted to shout out from the chairs. We also, besides hearing Callus, we do hear one of the cloud striders, um, talking to us. It seems like there are currently is two of them. And like the one we talked to in the trailer, um, is like clearly talking directly to our guardian, so it's probably one one of the parts in the story early on. It's voiced by Dave Fenoy, who's a very good voice actor. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. Main thing probably people know, would know immediately is he was Lee in the the Last of Us. Walking like, Dead. Or, sorry, yeah, the Walking Dead. <laughs> Whoops. Last of uh, Us on our minds. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Walking. It's a, it's all zombie stuff. But Walking the Walking Dead uh, Telltale game. He was the voice of Lee in that. And yeah. um he's been in a bunch of other games too like he's done a lot of voice work um so he's pretty promising it's really cool to hear him now in destiny i'm I'm excited to hear him talking to guardians and being a cloud strider and learning more about them as well yeah did you know about this whole like i guess in a dev interview they talked about it uh of like there's two cloud striders at a time they're like the sith like there's only ever two of them and then like the older one trains the younger one i do not have like a direct source for this so i i would love if, if anyone watching or listening knows either to maybe yeah. post in the comments yeah what maybe, yeah they talked about this yeah. but a lot of people have been mentioning it interesting um, that might have that might have been in the post um lightfall because like there's like a big developer yeah discussion and i didn't remember that um detail but i know that they only lived for like 10 years or something yes so that's like the yes. thing i knew is like they were they they had basically they lived for 10 years and then that's kind of their lifespan once they decide to become cloud striders, like that's something they're like, they grip with for sure. Um, yeah. but that's interesting too, that there's only two of them. I definitely was, was curious about that. Cause like, that makes sense in terms of like something else we, ha- we also haven't seen is like, there's not just like people and people like walking around the city, but they, but like the, the cloud strider directly references like the people of Neomuna in, yeah. his, in his voice line in the trailer but we've like if you watch all the footage you just don't see like people walking around or like oh god there's like battles going on so like clearly there has to be like a reasoning behind why like there's no people here even though we're protecting these people at the same time like even if it's just like they're hidden away in some bunker somewhere and we can't let people or, or like you know they've been maybe they've been like digitized like you like you said like they were they've been like digitized and are like being kept safe until the battle's over or something like who knows yeah, what that'd who be knows, really interesting. Who knows what it is? Like um but yeah. Um very very interesting. I'm not sure. There's still plenty of uh stuff to learn about uh Lightfall. And like I said, yeah, this episode by the this episode will come out and will basically be a month away from Lightfall, which is pretty crazy. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> pretty crazy to think about it. Yeah, we're we're at that part where I'm like thinking about it every day and it's like oh. Yeah, I know, right? It's just thinking about <laughs> it, just waiting for the waiting for them blog posts to drop or the little teases yep. to drop. Yep. Seeing what de- new details we got. Um we definitely got a lot of stuff this week, um, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. um since we're on since we're on the subject of story stuff, I think we could also talk about the 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 week seven of the season which is basically like the quote unquote ending. Like we ended the kind of 
main quest that we've been on for the season so far, which is called More Than a Weapon. Um, very, very like somber ending note in general. Yeah. In general, where we have like um, we, we were basically tasked by Rasputin to like go get this data that was like hidden away, and he said not even Anna or anybody else knows about this, and he's like entrusting our guardians to like go find it and retrieve it. Um, that's like this little like brief like Cosmodrome mission that you do. Which is cool. Very cool. Yeah, I like yeah. going back into that uh, bunker. That's like the OG bunker yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, that was, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very cool. It's cool to see that area back. Um, and he basically he dropped another kind of big um, info dump on us of like him. There was a lot of like speculation early in Destiny One that Rasputin shot down the Traveler. And he himself says in this that he didn't. He he almost did it because he was afraid the Traveler was going to leave us at some point, and then he didn't. Um, yeah, Anna talked him out of it in the moment, which is very interesting too. She doesn't remember it. He he very clearly says, obviously. Yeah. But like that that must have been like in those literal moments when the fleet is like pressing down. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if I I keep trying to tie this stuff and and everything about the traveler that we're learning now, um, which I'm sure we're gonna learn a lot in mm-hmm. this new expansion and and probably in in later seasons as well. But like, try and tie this back to what we learned at the end of Witch Queen with Sabathun in the in the epilogue mission for Parasite. With like, mm-hmm. she did something to deceive the witness into thinking the traveler died. Uh, right. And I, I, I just this all feels connected to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, def- definitely. I think I think a lot of the running theory is like people are expecting the traveler traveler to leave at the end of this season. I definitely think that that's like kind of what I've seen people really, really gunning home about. Mm. Um, Cause like, I, and I think, I think that just comes from like where we hear light fall. <clears throat> we know something bad is going to happen. So everyone is trying to figure out like the bad thing that's going to happen. Right. And maybe it ties back to like what you just said, like to maybe it is just about like the witnesses thought the traveler was dead this whole time. But then obviously he've, they, it's obviously knows that that's not the case anymore. Cause that's why it's coming to our solar system. Um, and it's clo- and it's also been like clearly searching for something because that's also been like a big thing that like I think has not really been talked about enough is like you know we learned from the dungeon that like the witness and what had took Mars and was like searching for stuff on Mars and like mm-hmm. opened up all these crazy time anomaly things that are all over there and that's ultimately why we we're also in the dungeon and you know. He, he, he put it back in our solar system for a reason, you know? I, I'd have to feel like that's not just, like, he just did that because he wanted to, or it was like, I feel like or maybe he was just done with it. But there's also the whole thing of, like, you know, in Season of Arrivals and Beyond Light, when we got it, the, the, the content vault, you know, the whole thing was the pyramid showed up on the on all those planets and were there for a reason. Like, they couldn't have just, other than to just, like, obliterate them, I think there was maybe more of a reason to that. And I, and I think that was because the witness was, like, sending those fleets there to search for something. And, like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't necessarily the Traveler, because obviously the Traveler is on the moon, or on, on the moon, Jesus, on Earth. And, like, but, you know, all of those plant, pyramids were on other planets. So, like, the, he clearly just doesn't want the Traveler itself. It wants something that will, you know, to fight the traveler or some other kind of thing that we're, that we're not aware of the travel that's like, you know, involved with the traveler maybe. Yeah. Like, I think, I think there's like some thread of the, the, the witness is looking for something and, and that might ultimately mean why we're going to Neomuna and why, you know, Callus is on Neomuna is he's clearly like looking for something 
to either you know that will can fight the where it allow them to more directly fight the traveler or stop the traveler from doing something or do do something you know who who knows what that is yeah we don't know for sure um but i just but like i think ultimately i think we're both on the the track of like there's something more to his schemes right and we're just i think everybody's just trying to figure that out um yeah for sure i think that's like you know that's going to be the plot of lightfall yeah. most likely so yeah and then going, we're close going into the final shape right yeah for sure yeah exactly. like what, what 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 the plan what the plan is um but yeah regardless of that like you know you know the the end of the season happened and that was really interesting um the tone was somber the tone the tone <laughs> uh was very somber you know, felt like a goodbye for if, sure yeah, th- yeah you had that kind of mission with Rasputin and like the whole time throughout the mission he's like you know, being like, well, I've done horrible atrocities um, to everybody, even though some of them have been justified that doesn't, like, excuse them. He was very kind of somber about it. And then after you finish the mission, you get those kind of weekly uh, little radio transmissions. And then, and that's, like, what you were saying. Like, that mission straight up felt like Rasputin basically just saying his goodbyes. Yeah. In a way that was just like, geez. Um, I think I think he's gonna sacrifice himself at the end of the season. That's kind of where I'm. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, now, I, I'm not sure exactly what what that sacrificing will do. Um, I guess if if it's to maybe destroy the you know granted you know the seraph the seraph station was technically we I think we learned that like. Um, it was built by Clovis Bray to like shoot and trying to destroy and attack the traveler. So maybe there's something where like he doesn't want that in the hands of anybody. So maybe he's going to like destroy that station. Maybe there's that and the only way to destroy it is by like you know sacrificing himself or something because um, he's connected to it in some way. Or it's maybe something else like maybe maybe the pyramids do are actually going to show up at the end of the season and he has to, and he like does like some kind of last ditch effort to destroy that stuff. Um, or and the only other thing I can think of is like the big thing with this season that's been going on is like he's been kind of stun locked because of Shivu Wrath. Yeah, and we know Shivu Wrath has this ritual where if you know enough war happens or like the war sats are activated or something, um, that'll basically open up a portal so that they, they you know her fleet can come into our system and just fuck us up. So. It makes it makes a lot of sense for like this this little literal AI mind. He is called the War Mind <laughs> for war, yeah. and it, like that's all his th- that's kind of all he's known this whole time is this war sat network, and it's all has all this power, you know. And now we have now one of you know the witness's biggest uh, disciples is Jivorath, who is the god of war, uh, the hive god of war. So like you know how how do you fight a war god who's only going to get more power from a war? You can't really do that with Rasputin. So that's why I think ultimately he will be taken out of the equation, unfortunately. Although I think it's I think it's kind of sad to see him go in this way if that is how it goes down. Just because they finally spent this whole season bringing him back for like three like we got like three weeks of like really cool like lore from it for sure, like hearing it hearing it all directly from him. But for mm-hmm. him to just kind of be gone potentially for like the biggest kind of battles in our in our in our future would be unfortunate. But you know. I, I, they they may, they are making the right they're making it in the in the context of all the stuff that's been going on like it makes sense yeah and uh shout out shout out to our our lord daddy bife made a mm-hmm. great video about um 
when Zivu Zivu Wrath uh, like cornered Osiris and he lost Sagira. Like it was like her act of sacrifice that stopped Zivu's magic. So sac mm. so Rasputin doing something similar would also make sense. It would be like counter to her plan and could could backfire it. So right. I think that also makes sense. There's like a precedent for this that also involves Osiris. Osiris is heavily involved this season. Right. Um, but also all these seasons in a lot of ways have felt like they're setting up players and future things. Um yeah. like uh Season of the Haunted setting up Callus, obviously in Lightfall, and uh Season of the Plunder setting up uh Aramis and Mithrax and Ido and and now it feels like we're setting up Rasputin to end that journey potentially, but like we've also talked about him potentially being resurrected by the Traveler yep. in a season next year makes a lot of sense too. Yeah, that'd be really cool if they brought that full circle. That'd be super cool because it's yeah because that was definitely like one of a, a, like like Crow becoming a guardian or being a guardian and like the early concepts of original destiny. I think Rasputin was also a guardian. Um, yeah, so that'd be super cool if they turned it around and made him guardian for this for this final battle or whatever i'd be totally yeah but he might be he might be out of the game for a while i yeah. I, I do think that's also possible it's also very very possible for sure uh, but yeah that's that's kind of the that's kind of where we're at with the story like like i said the, the last two weeks of the season uh we're gonna get a a finale mission finale. so yeah maybe that's what we'll see in that finale who knows um we got a few more weeks to wait for that um, but yeah, I'm cool. hopeful. I, I, I feel like um, they learned a lot, or at least I hope they learned a lot from the finale of Season of the Lost, the ritual, right? Yeah. And obviously that that did canonically happen like then in that moment, and they played that into uh, Wish Queen really well. That that was kind of my favorite part about that. Yeah. Just the mission itself was like, you know, fine. It was basically another, what were they called, Wellsprings? Um. Oh God, they were like no. They had like a weirder name that seasonal activity. Yes. Uh, they were, yeah, Wellspring yeah. is the Witch Queen thing. Yeah, I can't remember what they. I can't remember what they're called because it was something like, alignment. Yeah, that's yeah something alignment. Um, yeah, I don't think it was Spec astral astral alignment. Astral alignment. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was that or it was, it was something alignment. You're right. <laughs> they were, yeah, it, was it, a, was, it was a convoluted name, but yes. Yeah, the, yeah. and they, yeah, that was like a cool moment. I know, like some people are like put off by like these kind of one and done sort of sort of things when when content comes out but i I personally kind of like those sometimes especially of yeah. like on that scale like it wasn't like that crazy of like a thing where it's like i would not be running that like now in the current state of destiny if it was still around yeah. from like a year ago but it is cool that um there there like there was a moment because something only like destiny where it's a live game ongoing game can do something like that um so i yeah. think this will be cool like that and i know like arrivals had some some stuff like that too that was that was really cool yes but there was like a a final mission and you like and you fought Nocris and uh, killed Nocris at the end and then you like got transported in this pyramid world and like all the all the evil races were like bowing to this pyramid at, in, in this weird structure it's very, yeah, it was it was very, very cool yeah, it's very interesting um so so yeah some, something similar to that would be to be cool like a finale little quick finale mission you can do in the last two weeks and <clears throat> Get the get the clothes off for Seraph and probably yeah, like some lead into Lightfall. Um, seems really cool. Um, yeah, so the only other thing that happened this week were GMs, Grandmaster Nightfalls. We talked a little bit about that um, already, but they're here. Um, I've done I've done half of them. They're, they're they've been they've been 
you know, GMs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I like, I still like doing them, but yeah, like I've, I am now Conqueror six, soon to be Conqueror seven, probably in the next week or two. And like, you know, they're pretty much all GMs I've done at this point. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the changes we're going to get into. And I know they've also talked about there will be like strike re reprises um, with like the, the overall Vanguard rework stuff that'll also be coming in Lightfall. I'm pretty sure they said it's Lightfall because um, they said this stuff will be coming after the the competitive PvP rework, which was this season. So I think this stuff will be coming with Lightfall. So I'm curious to see what all of that is. Yeah. Um, on top of the thing we're now going to get into, which is our first huge blog post <laughs> of cool. build crafting. Build crafting evolved. Um, they're they're they they're breaking it down for everybody because as you know, if you've been following the game, you'll know that like a week or two ago they put out a patch that literally just gave everybody the mods. Every, every mod that's in the game just they just gave them all away to everyone, which is a which is a smart move. So you can use them as they are in the current state of the game um, and try them out because they are basically reworking pretty much all of those systems across the board and and Lightfall, which is pretty insane. Um, so, um, we're not going to go word to word for this, through this blog post. Um, I I can link it in the video description if you want to like actually read it and get the more specifics, but we are going to like, just kind of like jump to some of the big beats, um, and kind of give our thoughts and also like, you know, we'll, we will have like word, some parts cut out, um, but let's just get into it. The first thing they outline in this build crafting, um, post are loadouts. Now loadouts are coming with Lightfall. This is what well um, something that that's that's very exciting um, and something that I think should have been the game uh, for a while now. Um, and basically, it is like you can pre-save a loadout. You can pick your weapons, pick your um, pick your three weapons, pick your subclass, your aspects, your fragments. You pick your armor. You can even pick the transmog and the look of the armor and save it to a slot. Um, for your character, and then just you can hot swap between up to ten of them per character. That's awesome. Per character, ten oh. slots per character. That's amazing for me because I'm I am a sicko when it comes to some of this stuff. Where even now in the game, I have like four builds specific to each element per character, and I'm even already starting to like pull out armor for a build for for Strand and this. So I so I. We'll have all of those saved, and we'll probably even start making like secondary builds for those elements too. Now, now because we can have these loadouts that make it yep. easier to just like, oh, oh, I want to try out this. Oh, I actually do want to try out this. You know, weird arc warlock build that I was thinking about doing that sounded kind of cool, but like I don't want to like do it and then that way like then have to like rebuild my other uh, loadout all over again <clears throat> um, every time I want to try something new. So I've definitely felt the vibe of like, at least for me, it's like, it's nice to just kind of run the things I like and stick to them. And then like, you know, um, then occasionally change it when I feel like it's, it's good to change or try something. But most of the time, more times than not, I just stick to the builds I, I have made for a while, uh, especially like in the more recent seasons. Um, <clears throat> once we got 3.0, I kind of made my 3.0 builds and I've kind of yeah. stuck with them. Um, so it's cool to like now have more, much more reason because I can save all the builds I have that I like already. And now I can start trying experimenting with other, other stuff in a cool way. <clears throat> yeah. And the, the way, like, I, I really appreciate them having like good screenshots in this that are like updated yeah. from the ones we saw 
way back in the Lightfall reveal. The way they have it laid out, it makes it so easy to just like take a single screenshot, send it to someone, and it's like, okay, I know exactly of everything that you're using. Yep. Uh, just boom, done. Uh, obviously, having everything one page, multiple edits. Like I agree with you. Definitely have the hankering to to make multiple like subclass loadouts i i've done the thing where i have like four armor sets and each one for each elemental affinity which also won't need to do that anymore yep. <laughs> which we'll talk about in a second yep. um and and then just kind of swap my full armor set so i don't have to like go in and change every little thing uh this just makes this easier loadouts is like a thing that obviously you can do on like dim yeah. But I don't like to use them, and I don't like to have to go back to orbit. We don't know if we're gonna be able to avoid that with this. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it pulls from your vault, right? I imagine it'll yeah. send things back to your vault as well. Uh, it's just it's it's great. I love this. Starting with six also is very good. Like they said, anybody that plays regularly should probably be guardian rank six, which is what you need to be to have. All the mods and six loadouts unlocked, which is yeah, great. that's a that's a really good starting point for sure. Cause, yeah, because like you mentioned, that's worth mentioning that like they're introducing guardian ranks, which they've they've gone over a little bit, but have not um, too gone over like too too in depth. But basically, it seems yeah. like it's like they're it's like gonna be a new way to onboard people in, in a more direct way rather than just like hey, you do that you do that cosmodrome kind of intro new light quest. And then it just kind of throws you into everything and you just kind of have to figure it out or have somebody tell you more or less yeah. where we're this... getting kind of an idea of it from the negative space of this post, right? Like yeah. at rank six, you'll unlock all the mods, but it seems like as you rank up, you'll unlock mod by mod and potentially ranking up will involve using those mods right. and loadouts and things like that. So it definitely seems like it. We also, you can see in these screenshots uh, on the the build crafting blog that we we can see that the the triumphs tab of the menu is gone it's replaced with journey journey uh which is <laughs> journey the playstation 3 yes, classic that's journey. right baby um that's but that's obviously crossover has been teased holy crap <laughs> that'd be, that would that's be so, a sick armor set so, that then, would, to that be would fair be, that would be, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like the hunter gets the big scarf as like the <laughs> class hood or whatever um, I want, actually, but, I want to. I want a ghost that just gets like a longer like trail. Oh yeah, the little scarf. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good. Um, so that's gonna. I guess triumphs will be kind of folded into guardian yeah. ranks, presumably, and that's what that menu is gonna be. And we saw like one screenshot of it, like being like this kind of arc as you rank up. Yeah. Uh, from the lightfall reveal, I'm sure it's yeah. been refined since then. So. Yeah, for sure. Very, very interested for that. For that, yeah, I'm sure that'll be a thing they go over. That'll right? be one of these weekly yeah, posts. Yeah, there'll that probably, we're get, probably so. be a pretty big blog for that. I would imagine um, in the coming weeks. So. Um, that's definitely something I'm interested to hear more about. Um, but yeah, th going going with uh, that, the a big thing that's also changing is just mods. Period. Um, and like you like you refer to, um, elemental affinities for mods are gone. Poof. Yep. So if you know in the game now, like you know you have your armor pieces, you will you can go to <clears throat> your piece of armor will be a solar piece or a, vo a void piece. And then depending on what that is, like that's the selection of mods you will have in your your armor, your piece of armor. Uh, and then you can choose to spend like glimmer and an upgrade module to like change that to a different elemental affinity to, to get access to the different mods. That's gone. 
Mods will yep. just be mods will just be mods. No elemental affinities tied to them. Makes a lot of sense to just get rid of this now as they introduce more subclasses and element types, and not make it that just continually make it convoluted with like five different elemental affinities or more for armor. Like it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and they've they're they're <clears throat> folding categories of things together. Like loader mods mm-hmm. are now going to be based on the damage element. For example, like solar loader and it just reloads all your solar weapons still weird right and and there's plenty we can get into nitpicky here of like you know they're taking the combat style mod slot away so you now you right. just have your stat slot and then three of helmet or um class item or arms yeah. and it mm-hmm. seems like all of the affinity based mods are going to be folded into one of those five categories right so helmet yeah arm class item like they use um it's like the thing that lets you have more charges of armor charge which is what they're kind of updating the mod system to be Mm -hmm. um which before was like you could have more charges of charge with light i think it was called like supercharge this used to be a solar mod i know we're we're deep in the weeds but i know the destiny the true destiny we're talking about build crafting where to get deep in the weeds y'all yeah exactly there's no way to avoid it this used to be a solar mod. They reference it in a build that they they don't show, which I, I'd like to see. That yeah. obviously, you know, I'm sure we'll get some of that in the in videos or something in the weeks yeah. to come. But um, they sh- they say it and they they like write out a build of like supercharges in is a chest mod. It's like okay, I, I I'm very curious to see what that distribution looks like. Obviously, mm-hmm. they say some mods are going away. Some are being folded together. Yeah. Some are, are gone completely, like Warmind Cells. But yeah. I'm curious, like, you know, what dictates a mod going to the helmet slot or the the boots slot, you know? Yeah. I, I, I hope that it's not one of those things where it's, like, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, where it's, like, there's no good place to put some of these things, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be a, an interesting system to do but i think it's i think it's it was clearly like a very um uh change change for change's sake is part of what i'd say is one way to put it but like it's it's i think they were you know now that we are in the world of the 3.0 subclasses and how the, the those mods were not designed around those kind of uh classes and how they were built out i think like like having the combination of some of the mods we had and how they were, and now how the 3.0 subclasses worked were making us like so obnoxiously strong. <laughs> yeah, as as some people would in the community kind of uh, feel like the game is right now. Um, I, I I agree to an extent with some of those with some of those feelings, um, and I think this definitely there was definitely a part of me reading this that felt like they're trying to, you know, I don't and I don't mean it's a negative sense. I think they're they are they were trying to rework this system to kind of sort of uh, kind of reset the slate of our power level um, in, in a way that like uh, that, that felt similar in a way to like what they did with um, right before Witch Queen came out when they did the tier supers and they changed yeah. a lot of their super times like this feels like a lot of the changes were deliberately made in ways to like reel in some of the like insane ways we could just like you like 
um, stack these stack multiple mods of the same type or stack mods in a way that we like are you we're not really using charge with light mods for charge with light we're using them for elemental wells to get abilities yeah. back so insanely fast that we can just ability spam um in a way that we just weren't able to before in the game and it just made us like obscenely powerful yeah. um and th- this like really does feel like to your point the part two of the part one system that we've gotten, which is subclass yeah. 3.0, right? Like yeah. all these subclass changes. And you can see that like the way ionic traces work for arc is like, so it's like so clearly like, Oh, this is just like elemental wells basically. And then yeah. in this, they're like, yeah, we're basically stasis shards too. We're now, yeah, exactly. now, now they're doing that cross classes. Like you were to say, yeah, yeah, we're, we're just making a thing for all the classes. Cause this already makes so much sense. And now it, it makes more sense of like, these items are for ability energy and orbs are for super energy and like these two and, things and the armor, yeah and the armor stuff and yeah. and armor charges and i am sure similar to like elemental charge like you'll be able to pick up a fire sprite and get an armor charge with some assortment of mods yeah with some kind of um, mod they've already they they already definitely said that too of like things like um i think the example they used were fire sprites are going to be the solar um yes. item item and they, I think they gave an, a thing where they once, well, they also kind of snuck in here, which I think some people pointed out, but they said like a new fragment. So we will be getting yep. some, some new fragments probably across all the classes um, in yep. Lightfall, which is cool. Uh, but one of them was like, you pick up a fire sprite and you get radiant or you pick up a fire sprite and you get um, restoration, <clears throat> restoration, which would be pretty big. Um, but the other thing they pointed out again, and again, I think this is like, pull uh, another thing that's like kind of pulling back is like these elemental things um i think it will give you ability energy but they will not like proc other kind of ability um or other kinds of um perk things unless you were running that subclass or that element type specifically so like you won't get those things if you're not on solar um if somebody else is making them and you're picking them up from them um yeah and like that that restoration thing that uh class m thing right like well of life a solar elemental well mod before would give you this like standalone healing buff yeah uh if you had that on and picked up a solar elemental well only solar again so you can see how like the the architecture of the system is now being like just updated in a way to be like oh now you pick up fire sprite which is a solar elemental well now and you yeah. get restoration, which is a solar verb, and it's like boom. Okay, yeah, now this that's a better buff, a, yeah. and that makes more sense. And you can then put on like fragments. It's like okay, now restoration lasts longer. Yep. If you're a solar warlock now. You can like get something else out of it or whatever, you know. So yeah, yeah. There's there, there's there's, there's definitely tons of stuff like that where it's like yeah, like you said, it make it makes a lot of sense. But it also makes sense in terms of like. I think there will be a lot of things that are like reeled back because of this. Like the main thing I was yeah. saying is like, like you said, font of might probably. <laughs> yeah. Font of might. Um, there's, you know, the <clears throat> thing where you were saying like um, certain mods are going to be tied to certain pieces of armor, meaning they, you will not be able to stack a bunch of them together on multiple things to increase their effects and potencies. Yep. So that means like a lot of that stuff will probably be gone where you can't just stack mods to get an insane, insane amount more of stuff or stack or, or stack um, 
things for like elemental well type builds where you can get multiple effects from different elemental wells where like now it seems like you will now just be able to be like hey if you're not on void um when somebody makes a void breach you can get up and get some ability energy um but you won't get like probably like maybe devour or give some or, volatile, or, rounds. Or volatile rounds like yeah you know where as now if you could run multiple mods as long as long as somebody making uh, void wells you could get benefits from that so that seems like that is kind of the the, the pullback from elemental wells um for sure and it like it cuts out confusion like uh high energy fire right and yeah. font of might both being a thing and and yeah. the way they described armor charges, it makes a lot of sense now. It's like armor charges each a ten second buff. You have Fontamite for as long as you have an armor charge, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. They can just kind of fold those two things together. Boom, it makes sense. Yep. It's easier, it's better for the player. And it's way easier for people to understand, especially if they just have it all. Yeah. But then like you can't have maybe elemental time dilation is a class item thing. You can only have three of them. Boom, you're you're locked out of that lasting 45 seconds or whatever right, right. Yeah, exactly. it makes it, it 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 kind of balances itself out in a, in a smart way and if yeah. you want to run three elemental time dilations and no like innervation or anything like that or if you want to run all three scavenger mods on your helmet or something you can do that like uh, or not scavenger or ammo finder I always get these confused yeah. and uh, <laughs> as, as you and I have been talking about forever this almost certainly means all of those are going to get way cheaper, which is all we've ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah so many loader mods and scavenger, um, scav mods. scavenger mods, like they've been so expensive for so long because they made them expensive because they're PVP and they don't work in PVP anymore and they just never reverted that. So this seems yep. like they're, fin they're finally doing that where they're bringing, I think they just said across the board they're bringing mod cost Everything downs. Down. But that's yeah. not entirely true because I th people have also pointed out from the, from the, um, some of the, the images, images that they i think they upped the cost of like the resiliency Resilience. mods which like yep. I've, that makes sense that's fine i can't yeah <laughs> like, that's fine. like that is like currently the most uh, important stat you can have in the game um, and they didn't and a lot like of make ways. it five they made it four yeah they, three they, to four three to four so which is still yeah it's still totally fine they also have included you know they also mentioned that you know obviously um another big part of this um, so many big parts. Of there's, this. <laughs> there, there's so many big. There's so many big parts. <laughs> um, it's so exciting. Yeah, artifice armor is obviously a big factor, and artifact mods are also a big factor. Artifact mods are essentially going away and just becoming unlockable perks. Um, yep. That is the, the. So that means like, for instance, the example they used in the in the blog post is like you know, if anti barrier pulse rifle is your is your anti barrier weapon for the season. Um, you will still up upgrade like a seasonal artifact, which they also did tease in one of the images. Uh, we can talk about that in a bit if we want. Uh, but the um, <clears throat> now, um, once you get to that tier, I, I would assume that you're still unlocking tiers of mods, yeah, quote unquote, or tiers of perks. I guess would be what it is now. Um, you're basically when you pick one, you will that'll automatically apply apply to pulse rifles that you have across the board. You don't need to slot a mod into your arm slot anymore, which also vastly opens up the, the mods you can wear, uh, which is really awesome. Um, so now yeah. you can, now you can just focus on, you know, Hey, it's going to be, um, anti-barrier, you know, pulse. I can just put a bunch of loader mods to make my pulse rifles 
load faster. Or I guess you know that since the that's I guess that's what will is more elemental based. But I'm assuming there also be like maybe like kinetic loader. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. So like similar that, to that like, would apply to a bunch of stuff as well. Yeah, kinetic siphon the the orbs of power one. Although right. how that works, I'm not sure. That those might go away in in a weird way in this and just be folded into the former yeah elemental well builds but uh yeah this is great i i imagine it's going to be like it was before the last few seasons where if you can only have 12 unlocks you can only get two of the final column uh perks yeah. uh which makes sense like imagine just having weak and clear boom yeah you just have weak and, and clear your, you don't need class to slot the seven yeah seven uh Oh, that's why, because that's unstoppable. Um, grenade yeah, unstoppable but still, grenade like, launcher. But still, Boom. like, yeah. You just got you, it. You just got it as long as you select that perk. Yeah, it's a, a, an amazing, really good change. And uh, it makes things like um, pulse rival targeting in the, the class item launcher, which are never, like, a priority for me. Yeah. Uh, way more interesting because it's like, oh, this just benefits me always. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just, just always getting sun, faster yeah. Yeah. A down sites or whatever. You know, yeah. that's or, great. Or, or like all the mods, mods that are like faster reloads on particular weapons you're using or whatever. Like now that, well, again, they're going to be elemental, element based, but like that makes those like way more interesting and like you makes you think about those mods more for sure. Cause yeah. like now it's not just like, oh, by default, my armor, my armor slots just going to always pretty much be these anti champion weapons. Um, or anti-champion mods. Um, so that's that's yes. I'm really I'm really grateful for that. But obviously, since those mods are not going to be a thing, um, artifice armor is changing as well. Um, and artifice armor is something you can get from master dungeons. I mean, it basically used to give you an extra artifact mod slot where you could just slot in seasonal artifact mods into it. So you could have three three up to three artifact mods on your um, arms if you wanted to, or any piece of armor. Um, but those are being changed now to where the, the extra slot will now give you a choice of, um, a bonus to one of your stats. I think it's like a plus three or plus three, plus three or plus five to one of your stats, which is, which I could still be really useful. Um, it makes it actually, yeah. it seems like it makes it would actually make it worthwhile to like get a full set of artifice armor. Um, considering like if you add that all up, that would be plus 15, to a bunch of your different stats or like one particular stat or a few stats um, to like kind of even them out. And I know there's been plenty of times where I'm at like, you know, tier 98 or 97 are, you know, on one of my stats. And it's like, well, if I have an artifice mod, now I can just bump that up to the next tier. And I'm getting that benefit. So good, good yep. change. And that actually does want me, want me to really go get artifice armor, even though we, we they haven't said if it's retroactive yet. Uh, definitely hoping, crossing fingers, <laughs> it's uh, retroactive because I definitely have a lot of pieces of that still. Yeah, same. But you know, if if it if it's not the case, then oh well, I guess we'll go grind it. It's not the end of the world, but it'd be nice uh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, but I'm sure you know you're sitting there wondering, worrying, all of these uh, folded together mods that you know they really want me to run a single element. That's that's not going to work. How can I do that when when I have to deal with high difficulty difficulty content with match game? Boom, match game. Match dead. game is fucking gone. Well, well, I think the specific words where match game is being removed from end removed game from end game content. activities. <laughs> so they could put it in like normal strikes or some other thing, but like fucking whatever. Like the like those are so low level now that like it, like I don't think that would make that much of a difference to those, regardless. But yes. 
literally like I'd still think the like number one worst like high end end game like difficulty thing was match game because it's just yep. like it restricted so much of your th- your builds on top of having to deal with champions um which you know we'll, we'll get there <laughs> yeah which you know is even is even um um gonna be <laughs> different in general still as we even on top of the uh, just blanket unlockable perks um for yeah. weapons um there's even more which is nuts um i <laughs> know <laughs> It's like Christmas. Yeah, it really is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, match game match gone. Game gone. It's, it's it's like Gambit now, which I I think it's very funny. You won't be the first mention missed. of the absolutely <laughs> not the first mention of Gambit on a Bungie post in in maybe twelve months, <laughs> and it's referencing uh, how match game is going away. <laughs> you're totally right. Oh boy, I, I was I was gonna mention that of like in in, in, in in general, like granted, we have like a like we still have a month and plenty of trailers and hype yeah. filled up to, to talk about but there's also definitely been like you know notice that when they're showing those trailers there's been no real like pvp even pvp like usage yeah. of like seeing like strand on like a crucible map or something like that it's like oh, okay yeah this is a uh, kind of telling don't want to talk about it's it it's kind of telling <laughs> where, where what's going on here right now but you know it's gonna, hey it's hey. gonna come in hot all still right got, we, we still all got, know we still got time <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's that's where we're at with that. Um, yeah. People are going to be upset, regardless. They're going to be upset regardless. <laughs> I I think I already yeah. said that. Of like, we haven't gotten the twab yet, but there's a lot of like big. Um, I think PvP um, changes and requests that are being announced, and I've already seen people being like, PvP is going to be good. It's going to be saved. Yeah, and then like a month from now, Strand it's is like, killing PvP yeah. and Destiny Two. PvP and Destiny 2 is dead again. <laughs> again. Like, I can't. You, you can never. You can never win with those people. I'm just tired of. <laughs> tired of even looking at some of that stuff some days. Um, <clears throat> but regardless, tan- tangents aside. Match um, game's dead. Match game is dead. Um, the the yeah. So far, all of this, I'm loving. I'm loving what I'm hearing with this mod customization stuff. I think it's it is going to be one of those things where. When, once we actually start getting our hands on it, uh, when Lightfall drops and start messing with stuff, it will be one of those moments where it's just like, oh, this is gone. This, this, that's a bummer. Womp, womp. Yeah, like, for sure. We, we will have those moments, and I'm sure like there will be people bummed about that stuff. But I think once we actually start using stuff and realizing, like, oh, I can do this now, this is nuts. Like, <clears throat> just, just like the uh, subclass 3.0 system, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Right. We, we had to lose some stuff, but now we're in this kind of additive system. Where mods can come back in different forms, they can. They said they're going to add mods throughout the seasons of the year, right? Yeah, we will, and probably fragments, and potentially even aspects, right? Um, may, maybe even just a strand or other things. Yeah. Like, we're going to see yeah. how this is like something we build on, <laughs> build from, instead of it just being like over now, right? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's always a building process with Destiny in general, really, right? Like it's. A, the live game they're always Since gonna, shadow keep they're for always sure, going to be you know changing and updating stuff um and, but yeah even even like again like we're probably going to lose some stuff i think they did, did also mention it like like you said war mind cells are going to be gone rip war mind cells um i'm you know it is what it is with that like i think they, they like I, I i agree with the sentiments of like they had their days when they first came out and through like the handful of seasons before beyond light but then they got pretty much nuked into the ground even around when beyond light came out and they just have not been worth it since then 
and like obviously they did a like you know this would have been the season to like make them interesting again but clearly they just they just didn't there wasn't the passion there i guess to to do that and they'd rather just make a whole new system basically which yeah it's is tough like, when you know you have this whole new system coming yeah right around the corner yeah. so i, I do yeah. get it yeah for sure and who and who knows like you know this still does not mean like even though like combat mods are going away this doesn't mean like they couldn't still do stuff like that because essentially they're still doing we're doing armor charges which was charged with light formally and then the new elemental items which are now basically elemental wells it doesn't mean we can't see some other kind of thing eventually come into the game right like obviously yeah. There can be totally new combat mods st- stuff coming over the seasons as well that we just don't even know about yet. And I think them doing this kind of stuff allows them to then, you know, go and do that, right? It's like making these overhauls and updates. <clears throat> yeah, and who knows, like maybe you have interactions like you shoot a void breach and it it causes a volatile explosion, right? Like Yeah, who maybe knows? Maybe this system sets itself up for, for stuff like that. For all kinds cool. of stuff and like, yeah how we interact with that stuff and what exotics will, if exotics can pair with those things, right? Like we don't, we yeah. haven't, we have, you know, now let's new exotic armor pieces be made that could, uh, uh combine with the stuff or them to go back and update ones. Cause we know there will be, um, some updates to a lot of the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, exotics, either weapon exotics or probably even some armor exotics that are going to be getting these, 3.0 verbs added to them in some way. Um, so I'm very curious to see if the, that ties into this stuff as well, which is why we haven't heard a lot about those yet. Um, but yeah, um, the last, the last things about these again, like I think there will be these, these pushing these kind of ebbs and flows of like, we lost this, but we're gaining this um, thing that I have already seen is that they mentioned, you know, some of the mods, like powerful friends and i think the other one's like striking light radiant light yeah radiant light um yeah they give you like stat bonuses when you apply them um those are being those stat they said they already those all of the mods that have that uh they give you those stat plus are being reduced we don't know how by much but they are being reduced because like yeah like i think uh powerful friends gives you like plus 20 mobility just for like sliding the mod in I straight with up an arc mod. Yeah, yeah, with an arc mod, and I straight up knew people who would just put that mod in just for the twenty mobility and not even be running charged with light stuff. Like that's just all they were using it for. It's so, like it makes sense to be like that's not really a build. Um, yeah. Um. So so I, I get why they're doing that. Um. It's, again, it's another like I think they're going to be trying to even evening some power some power lines and power bands and like they like they straight up mentioned like they didn't mention specific builds but they were like hey there are some builds in the game that with mods that are like way overpowered and this is trying to bring them back in. So I think that there will also be that aspect of the mod system that'll, um, kind of, kind of come. Um, but one, one last thing I also wanted to, to mention with this is, um, they also said, um, the finisher mods that were, that are in the game, shout out to the, the finisher mods. I don't think anybody uses ever because their whole thing was you, you do a finisher and it gives you this thing, but it, it eats a part of your, um, super energy yeah which like you don't really want to do that too much um so that that was never really great but now they're going to eat uh feed into the armor charges so now that when you do a finisher they will proc those so i was i i I read that and was just like holy crap that 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 could be pretty huge because i remember some of those mods being actually pretty potent but it's just because they ate your super and never really wanted to use them so i went and looked and like I was totally right. Like there would be some, there's very much potential in these because, at least right now, there's 
there's one there they are tied to elements that once a one they're going to not be on elemental affinities anymore um there's one that's basically just you do a finisher and you generate green ammo for your entire team um yep. so that's a really good that's a really good one there's element there's there's class uh, subclass specific ones like i said one was straight up just you do a finisher and you give yourself an overshield <laughs> so yep. think of that of just like if that's still in the game you have a situation where you have your fragment that makes you invisible when you do a finisher and you also get an overshield with this mod while you do a finisher that's pretty that's pretty strong there's one that gives you there's one that heals you when you do a finisher um so that could be changed to it gives you restoration so that'd be pretty crazy if you just do a finisher boom you're rest, you're, you're restorate you have restoration now so like i think those have a lot of potential to be like pretty strong mods um just as like a passive like oh yeah i have armor char- charges um, i'm doing this to benefit my armor charge but now maybe i can also just slot in this finisher mod to do this as well and that will benefit me even more um, so I think yeah. that's, I think that's super cool to like make finishers um, a more viable like a more tactical thing because that's been fun the last seasons like we've seen with like stuff like loosen finisher where like it makes them like more a part of the strategy of the combat um, rather than just like a cool flashy thing you can you can go spend money on I think it's cool that they're kind of like giving you that strategy of like I want to finish this champion or this like higher tier enemy so we can make ammo for everybody for this damage phase that's coming up because we're low on ammo like having access to more of that without just having artifact mods that that, that will be there or might, might not be there each season is like cool yeah totally and and finishers like you said even with arc and void it plays into those subclasses really yep. well yep um the last thing on the the blog is champions uh yep now yeah this is this is like this was just like this is huge. eating your cake and having it too yeah. type deal like this is like so, so nice yeah this was this was my feeling was that like no matter no matter what kind of things we lose and feel like we're nerfed by a champion or by like these mod changes champions were were like nerfed way more than we we ever are we ever were for these changes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the things they're doing here and it's like insane how like huge how huge of a nerf this is um two champions in general because what they are doing is tying anti-champion stuff to subclasses um and i'm just i'm just gonna read this verbatim because I, I copied and paid this here so barrier champions um solar void and soon to be strand uh will counter um barrier champions so when you have volatile rounds you'll be able to pierce the barrier and stun the champion when you are radiant um those those attacks can uh, pierce a champion shield and then uh, strand will also have a piercing barrier thing as well i'm gonna guess it might be a similar thing like maybe there's some kind of strand rounds strand yeah like strand rounds or like some kind of strand buff you are giving yourself um, to then pierce rounds like that's, that feel like that fits into the, what those are doing right yeah um, overload champions have arc stasis and avoid counter um, or arc stasis and void counter overload champions now damaging an overload champion by triggering the jolted condition stuns the champion likewise suppressing the champion stuns them as does slowing them with stasis bam that's the, that's gonna be really strong I love Boom. that. Bleak Watcher is in immediately anti. Yeah, or, uh, Bleak Watcher overlay. is permanently because like they're stunning. Bleak Watcher is stunning this season with the the one of the grenade mods, 
but now mm-hmm. it's just permanent, and that's that's freaking wild. That's so that's, that's so cool. That's cool. And then the last one is Unstoppable Champions, which is going to have Arc, Solar, Stasis, and Strand to counter them. Um, blinding and Unstoppable Chain instantly stuns them, encasing them in Stasis, which also means Blink Watcher, and then shattering it or triggering a Solar Ignition on them. Likewise, stuns them, and then Strand will also include a Unstoppable counter. Um, yeah. This is huge because, as as you said, like this opens up all kinds of g- general weapons that just can can proc these abilities. All kinds of subclasses that can just do these naturally can immediately yep. just just stun champions. You don't even need a sp- the specific seasonal weapon to do that even more. So that's really cool, um, and and crazy. And there's just been so many things I've been running wild with of like, okay. Um, so blinding unstoppable champions, does that mean blinding grenades from GLs? Does that blinding count? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe it's just the, the, the arc blind because I like that would, because I think, you know, looking into it, like I think the blinding from a GL does not necessarily trigger blind, but like affects that when you proc like blinded and when you do blinded stuff on arc. I don't mm. think blinding GLs proc any of those things from my recollection. So maybe those are technically different. Maybe that might not work. But the fact that, like like we said, Bleak Watcher on its own can deal with unstoppable champions and overload champions is pretty wild. Yep. Um, people have already been and calling like, out chill clip um, state fusion rifles. Like you can you can you can run the Warlock um, Radiant. Uh, pants the, the the fusion rifle pants with those and be able to stun every champion in the game with a chill clip fusion <laughs> rifle and those and those <laughs> warlock things you can you can run yeah you can run um um vex mythoclass with those and it now is like probably like one of the best anti-barrier champion weapons of the game it's with so those real, with yeah. those legs like that's like it's insane like Titans, Titans with their in, e- easy infinite throwing hammer can just like proc radiant by throwing their hammer at a barrier champion and then just sit there and infinitely throw their hammer to like break a barrier shield down. Like that's just, that's insane. Yeah, the the stasis warlock super is like which I already used for unstoppable champions. Now will actually stun yep. unstoppable champions as well. Um, the Titan Horfrost barricade will just stun <laughs> Overload champions just right, right like, on their face. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely get up on them and just stun them with slow immediately. Yep. It's just yeah, it, it it opens up the entire game in a way that again just feels like this missing piece. Yep. And to me, this feels like part one of a champions change that yep. we are going to get the part two of later, I which think so could as be. Well new champions like a fourth archetype of champion it could be introducing the missing champion to each race obviously it could be a new race that has new champions um Mm -hmm. or or just has its own set of champions and and kind of incorporating them in there or champions becoming more like i don't want to say rampant like i don't know if this necessarily means more champions right Right. because they're going to be easier to deal with but but I think just used differently and, and made stronger in their own ways, right? Yeah, um, I think so too. Which which is 
okay, obviously, because right now, like, Lightfall season, we're just going to absolutely roll over to champions in every direction, yep. which is going to be great. So when they get their inevitable buff, it won't be for a little bit. Yep. Um, and this is, like, just great because it, it makes you feel so much less useless against champions just because you... Yeah. ran out of space it, yeah and it, and it, yeah and it makes it yeah exactly it makes it more accessible also because like sometimes they're you know as frustrating as it can be to like still load into a nightfall and just clearly be, have people who like will just refuse to run either refuse to or just not realize and just don't run anti-champion stuff and then it's clearly like i am the sole person running through this nightfall with all the anti with the champion stuff on because i'm because i want to get this done get this done yeah. quickly and now I'm the one having to deal with all the champions every time. Yeah. Like, you like think this, about this opens it up in a way that I would hope like more people interact with like that stuff. Cause they don't have to necessarily be using a weapon that yeah. they may be, that they might not like. Um, and you think about in game LFG being added to the game. This just alleviates so much pressure off of that yeah. system. I think it just yeah. makes it way more. People are going to feel comfortable kind of jumping in. Because it's like, hey, like there's overload stuff in this. Could you switch to arc? I know you, you don't necessarily have to throw on this thing, but could you switch to arc? Because then you can help with them. It's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. So yeah. much easier to understand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm so excited to see all of this stuff in place. Um, I'm, again, it's just one of those changes that makes your immediately my my mind run wild. I'm just like, okay, so now I can. I can with my current arc hunter build, I do a dodge. <clears throat> I do a dodge, which gives me um, lethal current, um, and then I can melee a dude, uh, which does blinding. So I melee and do un blinding to unstop, and then it also sends a jolt of energy out, which can also stun an overload champ. <laughs> yeah. So like my, sing my single arc punch. Your one can punch just, man. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> arc can do that. Like I can do that on Titan as well. Cause like Titan also, I think has like a similar where you, he has like his, the running Titan charge, uh, does like a, I think it blinds them when you, when you charge into them. So you do that on unstoppable champions now. Um, and like stuff like collective obligation just become even more yeah, overpowered. That's going to be, that's going to be nuts as well. Cause you can just, yeah, char feed up a bunch of the, the stasis or not stasis, but um, <clears throat> uh, uh, void debuffs and just yeah, just shoot enemies and just proc it immediately. Um, stuff like yeah, like they make some supers like actually viable as anti-champion things, which I think was that, which I think is like a nice thing too. Where it's just like if all if all goes worse, you can now just pop some supers now and probably proc some of the stuff like you said, like the warlock stasis super, the void mm -hmm. the void um arc super with the the tethers can stop i think it can stop uh overload champions because it's because it, it suppresses them suppresses yeah um even the just the 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 the, the uh <clears throat> doing throwing their one of their melees can do that or going invis like doing like the, the invis dive on one of them can do that which yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be huge um really really excited for that and, we, and also just like we still don't know like weapon there might be what more weapon perks we don't know that could like proc these things like chill, yeah. like chill clip. And you know, there might be, I think they did say there's going to be some kind of Something potential kinetic potential weapons to do more shield damage. That's yeah. what they said. Yeah. So just, there's just so much potential 
now opening up in a, in a really cool way. And I think you're right. Like, I think this is like the part one of like bringing these champions down so that either they can like make a big change to them, um, in future things to make them like different kinds of enemies that are more challenging, um, or like applying maybe those champion things to different enemies. So it's not, so, so we're not just still fighting anti-barrier, like, you know, servitors or knights, hive knights, you know, like we've done since shadow keep, maybe they make different kinds of enemy units that are in these different races. Now, different kinds of champions, um, yep. that you have to deal with in a different way. I think that could be really cool. Um, as well as a change. So yeah, again, ton, tons of changes here. I think we've gone over the majority of it now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, one, I think one last thing, which I think I wanted to read, um, verbatim here. Cause again, 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 it goes with, um, kind of what, what we've said already. Um, and this will kind of be our last thing and we can kind of just talk about general thoughts still. Um, mm-hmm. and this is just kind of, again, they, they kind of, I think this is to emphasize that like this is going to be a big change. You're going to lose some things. You're going to gain some things. Um, so here you go. This is like they they should have just called this part like balancing balancing in mind or something like that. Um, says while the main goal here were to streamline the build crafting experience, we also had to do some tuning while we were under the hood to address some of the power spikes certain build combinations created. As we said previously, we looked at single at every single mod, and some were changed, moved to other slots transitioned to other abilities or removed um, with the removal of armor energy type and the cons- cons- consolidation oh God consolidation of mechanics into armor charge. Some mods became redundant and were removed. Some ability energy gains stat bonuses and weapon damage bonuses for mods have been reduced though. We've also added some new mods to expand your possibilities. So there will be also new mods we haven't seen yet. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not all previous builds are going to be able to be recreated one-to-one, but the system has been changed enough to open up a lot of new possibilities with new mods and ability combinations. An example of mods that aren't coming back for the ride are Warmind Cells, like I mentioned, rest in peace, Warmind Cells. Um, These are a relic of a different time and had already been nerfed in the past. They had a good run, but these mods will be depreciated or deprecated and no longer available starting in Season 20, which is Lightfall, to make for new options to consider when crafting a preferred combat style. So, like, they even said it right there, like, so maybe we will see some of these new mods might be a new combat style we just don't know about yet. Um, yeah. That replaces them, so that could be really cool. But I think that might just be potentially in the future as well. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much that pretty much gives um, me the ultimate feel of, like, you know, we can, we can sit here and kind of theory craft and be be excited i am very excited for all of these changes just because it's a big new thing like if this in some ways feels like a bigger change than the 3.0 subclass changes in some ways because this like filters into all of those already in a major way to like and it's just going to be such a a huge uh thing that that i'm that it just makes me uh, really stoked because it just is yeah. going to refresh so much of the game in a way that you know we haven't had in a while, um, and I think it, it think is needed. So I, I'm I'm really really uh, stoked for yeah. these build crafting changes. Definitely seeing like the sentiment around a lot of the major voices in the community is just like, hey, you know, Destiny just needs a shakeup in a big way, right? Like yeah. obviously. Lightfall is that in a lot of aesthetic and potentially narrative and 
um, gameplay ways with the grappling hook and and just it being an urban environment like we we talked about before. Um, but knowing that like the moment to moment gameplay and like you mentioned earlier, potentially like all strikes, which are like the baseline PVE activity are, are also getting this like huge change up, just a big mix up to, to make things different in addition to loadouts that will make it like way less of a headache to navigate these changes. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, you know, three big wins back to back to back. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to not be excited. Obviously, like I appreciate this sentiment at the end here of like, Hey, not everything's going to be there. Like, like I said earlier, you know, maybe you won't have like bountiful wells anymore. Like that might not be yeah. a thing yeah. really. And maybe there's not really a place for it because you can already make like 30 million ionic traces with like right. cold heart alone. Right. So like for sure. it makes sense that some of these things have to be reeled in. But that that just I, I think that just leads to more freedom or is going to I don't think it's going to feel like you can't get your crazy ability spam on. I, I think it'll just maybe take a, a little bit more ingenuity. Yeah. Or you're, you're going to have to do it in specific ways. Um, yeah. And, and invest in a specific uh, class, which is which is yeah. still fine because I because uh, now with again now you have loadouts, it makes it easily able you you much more easily able to swap between those um, once once you kind of have that. Um, but that's that's the build crafting blog. We made it through the first uh, massive blog here. <laughs> Someone's um, talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit over an hour in. Um, Second one's shorter. Second second one is a little shorter. Um, We can definitely go through that a little quicker. But yeah, tons of build crafting changes. All this stuff is super um, exciting. Um, And and this is all happening with Lightfall. Uh, But yeah, Yeah. um, next up, we had our Bungie weekly blog. This week at Bungie, it was dropped on the 19th every Thursday. They generally do a blog. And since you know Lightfall is coming, these these are going to be pretty pretty meaty in terms of a lot of news. Yep. Um, they did they did kind of they started it with kind of you know I kind of skipped over some stuff that was at the top of it. So if you want to see everything that's there, I would just recommend go go uh, to Bungie.net and see the blog because a lot of it is just kind of recapping all these things we've been already talking about trailer and the other build crafting blog. Uh, but they did give a bunch of ne- uh, other little news drops. Um, again, they've kind of been patching. They've been doing patches each week, uh, which have actually been pretty substantial because it seems like they're doing these patches like with the lead up to Lightfall in mind to prep for that more or less. Uh, like they, you know, last week was the all the mods. This week, um, they increased the red border drop rates for all raids and dungeons. Or, I mean, or mainly the duality dungeon because that's the one that has red borders. Yeah. Um, Great change again. Immediately, I've not ran Deepstone Crypt or any of the uh, Deepstone or um, any of the current raids that have red borders to see how much that's changed. I'm very curious. I've not really seen people talking about it, which I'm kind of surprised by. I, I did run Deepstone Crypt this week, mm-hmm. and I got all armor. Oof. <laughs> so, although <sighs> a couple people that were with me, I think three red borders were dropped in total. Yeah, that's significant. For, or for immediately, sig- immediately significantly more than I think the majority of the yeah. runs I've had since this has yeah, happened. So. Um, it's better. It's maybe not the best. It's still, yeah. just keep that in mind. But it's yeah, it is better. It is better. And not to, and not to mention, like probably when once the like pretty much when this episode will be live will be the, the new weekly reset. 
Um, and Deep Stone Crypt is the raid on rotation. So definitely time, time to get those grinds time, in. Time to get those grinds in. I need to finish that trusty. I think I need one more trusty and then I'll be able to craft it. And then yes, I want to same. I want to start working on that sniper um, as well. So I'm pretty stoked uh, for that. Good change. They, that was very much needed, especially with like Deep Stone, where it only has one guaranteed compared to the other two raids where you can get, you can at least get two guaranteed red borders at the end. So yeah, much needed drop increase uh, for sure, as especially as we are also about to get a fourth raid with more red borders to, to go grind for and craft for in a month or so. Which we also know now, speaking of that raid, we mm-hmm. learned the same blog. Uh, Lightfall raid, March 10th. That is a Friday. Um, I will I will say it here. I think between the two of us, we are not doing day one raiding <laughs> uh, yep. this time around. Um, this is the, we are participating in day two raiding, though, which is yep. the new hotness. <laughs> yeah, new hotness. Uh, raiding as soon as the, the reset happens so we do not have to deal with contest mode. Yeah, for, for, well, so I should say for me, it's not necessarily contest mode. Um, the thing I kind of like, re- think I kind of came away with, like I did it for Witch Queen and getting raid to day one ready for Witch Queen. Um, I think more what it was was like, I I feel like I appreciated some of that end post Witch Queen content a lot less because I was I just blasted through all of it to get to the yeah. point where I could grind it. So like stuff like the 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 parasite exotic quest and getting doing some of the other quests like start getting the glaives and grinding a million wellsprings and all this other stuff and just like i think i was unable i think it, it was just so i just like burned through that stuff so quickly in a way took the fun of uh, it yeah know? it definitely sapped the that of it sapped the fun out of it a little bit for sure yes so i think i just didn't want to really do that again but also yes like i I said at the top of the show why why we're doing a podcast. I'm a lot more busy ever busy ever busy as a human being. And although I I already have taken off the the whole uh, first week of Lightfall's launch because I'm gonna be playing all that time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to uh, burn myself too hard on getting through all that content like I did for uh, day one stuff before. Yeah, and it's stressful. It's just yeah. It, <laughs> I, I've enjoyed it and I, I still like enjoy it on some level for sure. And like in the last season in season of the plunder, I, I went through with like a, a second group of, of people that I raid with um, all the master challenges for King's fall. I got Kingslayer, mm-hmm. which is the first time I, I had like taken the time to do that. Nice. Uh, and it's fun. And I liked that kind of like just doing a little bit a week at a time. Um, I think that is as much as I have beef with master mode, which potentially is going away, <laughs> you yeah, know, with, yeah. with how how champions and things like are are, are going to get. I think it's going to be a more, lot different. Way more fun to do those. <laughs> it, it's it's like way less of a hassle that there's a few more champions in Master Mode, and it, if anything, it makes it kind of more interesting now. Yeah, um, yeah. which is wild. What a wild place to think about champions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that I I liked the piecemeal of it of like right, we're going to spend like an hour and a half getting this one encounter that's very hard down, but we don't have to do that five encounters or four encounters back to back to back um and and that way like when we run it like we'll probably end up running it with our our group of friends that we run it with regularly it's just like we're just having a good time yeah figuring it out and, yeah. and having fun yeah exactly it, that, that's that's more that's more fun to me 
is you know especially the first time you know you don't want to like ruin it the first time yeah and that's that's some of it too is where it's just like you know every time we've tried it with with the group like it's cool being able to like go into the raid and like see stuff for the first time yourself and you know avoid you know like the internet you know putting putting video of it everywhere and our being twitch streams or which that, that still can be fun to watch but like I do still like the the feelings of like just going in there and trying to figure stuff out and like I did enjoy that when we did try it for the Witch Queen raid, but yeah. I will say a question for you though because maybe this this could potentially change it for me as well. If you knew or had a very good inkling that the raid would be the appearance of a new enemy race for the first time, would you want to do it day one instead? Um, at least try it, you know. Um, it's tough right yeah, like I'm tough. with you it's tough because like I think the thing for me is like every, like going into a day one and like more than likely knowing like just knowing with like the groups I'd be able to participate with which would be like our group or my clan I I, I generally feel like at most of our skill levels and the preparedness level we would attempt like I just feel like we would never be able to actually complete it so like while it's like one so like I feel like that will ultimate that ulti- that ultimately like outweighs a lot of other things for me yeah uh, as as like as but like as cool as it is to see all the new stuff being able to only just like get like a quarter of the way through the raid, um, and then just kind of having having to stop is like yeah I might always, as well wait I might yeah ex- exactly like it's just kind of like I'd rather still just wait uh, uh, wait like wait a day and and just do it then and be and have a good time. Yeah. And be able to experience the whole thing at once, rather than just like trying to do it with our group, and then you know we we are doing it for hours and hours, and then everyone just kind of gets burnt out, and then yeah. it's like, well, do we try and pull other people in? People aren't going to want to be pulled in though, because then they're being pulled in like the third encounter of this raid, <laughs> or 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 am I going to go try and like jump on LFG with a bunch of random people who have like also been doing this for hours upon hours and are miserable? Yeah. Like it just uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah true. I'm just, yeah, it's just, it's not worth it for me at this point in my life. Um, but it's, no, it's still a fun, same. it's still, it's still a fun time for like the community and like seeing like, you know, the people, they, like, you know, the, 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 the top tier take it on and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. And, and root Very for cool. your team or whatever. Right. Um, I, I will say just the last thing on the raid, like very, they haven't said a damn word about this whole thing. They yep. haven't even showed a picture. Yep. Very suspicious to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think I think there there's like one very like secret there's like one very like vague line about it on the 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 Lightfall like bungee page, but it's not it's different compared to like yes, when they announced the Witch Queen one, it was like you're going like, into a fucking pyramid, into man. Into a pyramid. And it's baby. just like it's oh shit. Crazy. Which like they but yeah, which is cool, but like yeah, they haven't said anything about this one, so like it makes me good. So that makes you your mind run of like okay, okay, yeah. is it like is it some you know is it deep is it going to be like a callus is, is it going to be like a callus raid like redone in his pyramid or something yeah, is it like or is Leviathan two point like, type or deal. yeah or, or like the Vex are also a Neomuna. Maybe we go into like a maybe it's a Vex network raid and we go into the Vex network and do something crazy like. Who knows what it is? Like that's the mystery, and I think that's pretty cool. I'm cool with it being a mystery. A mystery for now. Yeah, totally. Um, more 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 news bits, as we mentioned at the top of the show. The next one: no more blue drops after the soft cap. Destiny two is saved, everyone. We did it. 
It's, it's gone. <laughs> Destiny 2 is saved. Dead game no more. No more. <laughs> it's over. You, no one can say it anymore because the blues after soft cap are gone, period. And that, and that, he, oh, yeah, and I should mention, that's not a lightfall change. That is like, this will also be this week, like when we podcast yeah, goes live. A two like, or Wednesday week, change. Week, yeah, week eight, that we're getting a new patch. And and the, like that's in this patch, um, blues will stop dropping after the soft cap. Uh, now in game, the thing cow. is like this gives us this gives us just enough time to like ha- not have to deal with blues for a little while, and then when we get back into lightfall and have to level up again, it's like, <laughs> oh blues, I miss <laughs> you, I blues, need you now. <laughs> look at this, this is so nice. Infusion and fodder, my infusion favorite. Infusion fodder, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, so, and then um, one other thing they did they did um, mention with this too is. Um, with blues being with blues going away, they're also increasing the gunsmith rep material rep uh, gain. I think they said by like twenty five percent, twenty five percent across the board. Which yeah, that's nice because thank you, you. You delete a lot of fucking blues in this game still, even with like the change they made before. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cause, you know, it's gonna be nice um, for sure. That's gonna be really nice. Again, this this is this is in line with the loadout stuff of just like being able to spend less time in a menu doing stuff or waiting for people to be done in a menu to do stuff. Like it's just going to be, it's just nice, uh, nice quality of life things uh, yeah. for sure. And your postmaster is safe. Postmaster Katie is doesn't safe. have to throw away your yeah, exotic yeah, yeah, exactly. ba- ingredients now. Yeah, finally, I'm not going to lose 10 shards to like a blue arm, blue arm or auto <laughs> rifle or some, some yep. shit anymore. It's good. It's good times. Gold, the golden days of destiny are finally here. Um, <laughs> ne- next, the next thing, uh, which is of, of you know, the, I think I I saw a handful of PVPers um, excited for this, but they are making Rumble a permanent uh, menu option uh, again because again they with the start of this season they like consolidated a bunch of playlists and like people were miffed about that, uh, but now they're taking. I think Rumble became a weekly thing. Um, yeah, a rotator. But now it is now they're just making it a singular node like the other things now, so you can hop into Rumble uh, and do that um, to so your heart's content. Yep, exactly. this is, that is a good choice, I think. Rumble is yep. like a chill mode. It is like yep. zero toxicity to it, which I very much yep. appreciate. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Very very good. Very uh, fun for that fun for that crowd. Um, another another nice quality of life change. Um, the exotic catalysts. Um, or not our previous um, season exotic catalysts that used to benefit from a seasonal um, catalyst boost are going to be applied to all the current catalyst boosts. So I think they they cut out like Ariana's Vow and like Wither Ward and stuff like where they are currently. Like you have to get a, like an obscene amount of like kills and stuff. Um, so they are it's not even that just two. that. It's it's also like the, the strike. You have to you, like do like strikes. You have to and, complete. Yeah, playlist activities. activities. And that I remember doing that back when in Season of the Hunt. And yeah. it took me like the whole season. That was like when I was just getting hardcore into Destiny. And I'd had yep. Wither Horde for like a whole season already for arrivals. And I was like yep. 23% out of 100. Yep. <laughs> it took this... fucking forever. Yep. They were, yeah, the chaos used to be way more obnoxious than they were before. You can still yeah. see some of that with the PvP ones. Like those PvP ones are yeah. like. 250 kills on this weapon or 200 precision kills with Mida in PvP like what yeah it's, it's, it's insane um then um besides all that um stuff again this this was like they had like a big pretty, a pretty big PvP centric uh breakdown 
which like I, I you know I'm just gonna say it here I I really don't care about this game's PvP. Um, I'm I, you know it's 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 for some people and that's totally cool. I'm not gonna go 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 for any people. It's just not my thing. Uh, but they had a pretty big breakdown. Um, it was a whole stuff about like a bunch of ma- matchmaking metrics, um, talking about like hey this is kind of the metrics we want to hit when we people are match made up when this is what they're trying to do with this you know skill based matchmaking. Uh, which I know a lot of people do not like. Um, yeah. Or I should say, a lot of the higher up, um, top of top players who play a lot of the game do not like it. Where there might be other people who do like it because it mm-hmm. doesn't means they don't have to see those kind of people in their games. Um, so like I think there is a balancing act here for sure, and I think Bungie is still trying to figure that out. This is ultimately what it is at the end of the day, and I think that's what they were. That's more or less what this whole section was where they like showed a bunch of graphs of being like here this is since we implemented this this is how this has been going and it shows we're like on the right path i definitely saw a lot of people once again calling out like is this the right path it doesn't feel like it to me but like you're giving me these numbers i don't know what this means so like i don't know it's just it's hard to it's always hard to parse this stuff because like there's so many the people the people the the opinions of the that we're mainly seeing on the internet are like you know they're content creators are streamers and people who like play this game for a living and are on it every day so they're playing a lot of it and for hours upon hours and involved in these pvp modes and really dedicated as pvp modes in a way that like a common person won't be and there's probably still way more common people or casual people who just don't want to be in or people who just straight up don't want to be playing pvp every day are not going to be are not going to be a part of these conversations right so like they might not be affected by this stuff at all and having a pretty good time in pvp but all we're hearing is the people who are you know have the the vocal um maysays and the followings that can then you know speak to it and not to say and again i'm not saying that like those their opinions aren't valid or anything but that's just you know it's skewing it's like you know they're they're trying to play the balancing act between these like where you know you can hear these conversations from these creators all day but there's like a larger crowd you're probably not actually hearing a conversation from that it like will also be affected by like if they just kind of just listen to these uh particular this particular groups of people right right yeah so difficult stuff, stuff. Difficult stuff, stuff. To talk to that community too uh, i i you know the graph is one thing and, and the conversation and it's another yeah. i do appreciate the the continued updates i know there's also like a sentiment that bunchy doesn't care about pvp and i just i like i just gotta throw it out there like they're talking about it like almost every month yeah all the time they're changing stuff all the time i know it might not be the changes people want always but like yeah. there have been more new yeah. modes in pvp in this last year than there have been for like the last five years in destiny yep uh they're they are listening and trying at the very least like they're they're not like they don't not care yeah they've not so. they're not just abandoning it like they've done with gambit <laughs> yeah we're like <laughs> gambit not is not gambit. They, like shout out to like they did they, they did like i feel like two weeks of gambit labs and then they just never talked about that again. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. They did Gambit yeah. Labs. That was... And just, it's like, did it, and they, I don't think they've ever talked about it again. Is that Haunted? Season of Haunted? I think, I think, I think. you're right, yeah. I think that, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, and I think that was the last time that they updated Gambit um, with, like, the, the shield changes and the invasion changes. Yeah. And, and like, Gambit has certainly felt worse than it does yeah. right now. I, I, like, just do all of my Gambit at the first double infamy week of the season i literally reset twice and then i get out um 
and, it, and it's better now than it has been but yeah it, it's still like those yeah. four maps you it's know? still just the four maps that's like that's like just that's the four maps that's the roughest part about it to me at this point yeah like at this part yeah. it's like I, i'm not even like i don't even like hate hate it like i used to now it's just like it, i'm so indifferent to it now at this point like i can't care either way because it's like, still uh, just kind of the same thing and like they have not really talked about it in any meaning, meaningful way so like they're clearly i don't know what what yeah. what's going to come become of that i i you know i people might not know but like we're both we both host a nintendo podcast as well and yep. you know i was a big fan of splatoon 3 and just like a mode like salmon run is like what i want for gambit right where like random yeah, stuff just, can happen yeah and like there are a bunch of unique enemies maybe to that mode uh and i was also like thinking when i was playing this past season how like what if you could like bank moats at different terminals in each section that would like do different things than create an invader like maybe like make an obstacle appear for the other team or something like like other ways to use your moats and right. stuff like that yeah take some uh, take somebody's just, super away or take somebody's yeah take somebody's like heavy away heavy away like or, could be very or make like yeah. uh one of those death choristers spawn that like locks out everybody's abilities like there's yeah. so many like things you could do with gambits yeah. <laughs> so could be, yeah. maybe there's still hope who knows yeah maybe they'll get to it someday but it definitely does not seem like it's not soon that's not, not soon <laughs> i'm kind of expecting lightfall to just how they've you know again you know we still have a lot of uh marketing trailers and b- weekly blogs and things to go through before lightfall comes up but it's just like, been a very noticeable silence of uh for that <laughs> um, for sure. So we'll see if anything comes of that. Again, uh, the rest of the rest of the the blog. Again, there was a ton of PvP talk in this. Like another big change they're making, which I think they said is like, I don't think it's this week's season. Um, this this week's uh, coming the this week's uh, um, update. But I think it's still coming before Lightfall. And they said they're gonna be adjusting the um, airborne effectiveness of primary weapons back to essentially what they were. That's, that's this that. week. Oh, that is this that's, week. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. It's the mid-season patch. Wow. Yeah, that's. I'm very curious because I know that was really... People were really upset about the... Hot aer- topic. The, aer- <laughs> the, the aerial effectiveness. I'm going to tell you again, uh, per, you know, I'm somebody who's very PvE-centric and playing the game. So, like, to me, like, I didn't notice a lot of the things people were upset about. Um, but there was very clearly a thing people were really uh, not happy about th- those changes. Um, so I'm very curious to hear if this will this will be a big moment for them. Um, they're definitely hitting some outliers with PvP as as with this. Um, another cha- a big nerf that's coming is like they're hella nerfing Titan barricades and Titan Rampart barricades and the Storm grenades because um, those have been very potent. I think those some of those nerfs are also coming to PvE unfortunately as well, which I think people yeah. are going to be um, a little bummed about but i also i get it because i feel like i feel like there's definitely times when i use those even in pve and i feel like i'm cheating (laughs) class ability how insane they uh, are yeah class ability cooldowns on titans and hunters in particular are being reined in which makes sense like as a warlock pretty much exclusively i have the longest class ability so i just like i'm just you know this they, they aren't nerfing that which is interesting i feel like that could come back around um to warlocks at some point that being broken but yeah i think like with ability stuff i saw a like a spreadsheet table of like tier 10 class ability cooldowns and they're still not that bad it's like 
24 seconds for hunters instead of 19. Yeah, because yeah, because be yeah, because they got their do- <laughs> they got their dodges changed as well. And you know, yeah. some people some people were upset about that. Like, why are you gonna dodge? You, you nerf this movement. Yeah, they're 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 calling out specifically it being a movement tool, but not but not calling out like the like 20 billion different kinds of mods you can wear that also like proc things while you're dodging. And it's like you'll yeah yeah you'll be fine. You're gonna yeah you'll, it'll you'll, be you'll, right. you will not feel that much of a difference. I feel like um so th- those were kind of main changes. So yeah, I guess they all are all happening. Uh, this week that this week you'll hear yeah. that that's that's that'll be pretty exciting to see all that stuff in game um they they, they didn't give us like some teases of other things that are coming uh t- with lightfall but also post lightfall in the post lightfall seasons so um here i'll read this just verbatim from the from the uh the blog coming in lightfall we're doing a heavy weapon balance pass adding subclass 3.0 verbs to several exotic weapons tuning kinetic weapons and adding a new perk to make kinetic weapons more valuable. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. I'm wondering if it's going to be like an origin perk on just flat, flat across the board on Mm. kinetic weapens, maybe, or like that. that, Maybe. Yeah. I'm definitely curious. Or they're, they're like inherent ability. They do like what? 10% more damage to unshielded combatants is like the whole thing. Sure. Maybe it's something more to that than, yeah, it might be leaning to that. It's very interesting. I I don't know. It's tough because mm-hmm. like now we're moving to presumably it might not be season twenty, but in this year of like having now three choices in the kinetic slot, um, yeah. just like the elemental slot. But obviously, like that, you're always getting an element there. <laughs> um, so right. I don't know. Like, I mean, we're gonna get strand perks and verbs and all that. So I don't know what strand weapons are gonna be like. I'm excited them i can say that much strand glaive yep. fingers crossed um <laughs> for the glaive gang glaive gang. Uh, but yeah i i don't know i kinetic weapons are in such a weird spot i kind of want like all of them to have uh osmosis of some form on them right like, yeah that'd be, that'd that be could interesting. be a cool kinetic like, weapon chain. yeah because that's because i'm thinking of like some of the perks and i'm sure we will probably have like they always do like like it's usually closer to a season or like a big expansion release, they have like a sandbox twab that is just like a massive list of like here are all the changes. Um, because yeah. like now, like we're moving into a place where like match game is gone, um, shields are gonna probably maybe matter less. So, what is like a perk like adapt- adaptive munitions like do or mean? Like, maybe that just gets rolled into basic, like, maybe that just becomes like a roll rolled in basic thing, like, maybe that's what it is, like. The yeah. adaptive munitions just becomes an an inherent thing on on kinetic weapons or something. Like, yeah, that'd like, be cool. Like you know, so that, so that excuse me, that like makes sense now in this post non match game world. <laughs> um, very interesting. Yeah, and said you know, it's coming with Lightfall, so we'll probably hear about some of that. Uh, like, I definitely, have, I, I would imagine we're going to have some kind of sandbox uh, twab in probably in later in February. Big thing here. Hearing about the, uh, that stuff. Heavy weapon nerf. Get ready. Heavy put those change. put those linear fusions in the vault because they're yeah. fucking dead in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know if they'll be that. I know. Dead. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm being right. dramatic. But, but yes, you're right. I, <laughs> they're I, gonna I, get hard, hit the hardest for sure. Though. Yeah, I definitely think. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I think so as well. They. I think they will be the be the be the the ones uh, for sure. What so, do you think it's gonna be like? That's like the meta. Is it gonna be swords? Is it going to be uh, grenade launcher heavy GLs? Is it going to be heavy machine guns? 
Um, I'm gonna guess it's. I'm gonna guess like maybe machine guns, and also maybe still rockets would be my mm. guess. I think like rockets are still gonna be good. I I don't know about grenade launchers. Like grenade launchers. <laughs> grenade launchers feel to me like they, like it might they it won't be like grenade launchers across the board like the way linears are where like you can just like there's like. 10 different linears you can use right now in the game and they're just immediately good i feel like if it's grenade launchers it's going to be like a handful of grenade launchers where it's like oh this one is going to be cracked or this yeah. this thing is going to be super good um that's that's kind of my feeling is like it'll be like these one-offs or like some weapon we don't even know about yet right like we're just going to get some crazy exotic in playfall and that's going to be the thing um so I'm I'm definitely curious, um, for sure. But yeah, I, I agree. Like I think like we will probably get some hits to linears, um, and then buffs to some other ones. Like I think machine guns will get some buffs. Um, maybe maybe we'll be back in a we could be back in a whisper meta. Like whisper of the worm could come back. Uh, I can see that. Exciting. I can see that happening. We're always hoping. <laughs> uh, maybe it'll be hey, yeah the heavy sniper meta with uh with whisper or something um yeah very curious what those will be um but who, who knows um the then they they go on to say in post lightfall seasons like i mentioned so this is going to be things coming you know not with witch queen but later post that so probably season 21 at the earliest uh more substantial changes to weapon hip fire reticles with the goal of exposing more information specific to weapon types or exotic functionality. So that's probably like similar to what they did with shotguns where like they made a bunch of critical updates to shotguns. And I know like a lot of people have liked those a lot. So I'm very curious, like that, that could be cool with like fusion rifles and like some things like they said with exotics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, be cool. Could like show the charge time of the fusion rifle in the reticle. Right. Or um, like those exotics with meters, like uh revision zero, you can maybe put that in the reticle somehow. Yeah really cool that could be cool yeah so some, some cool stuff like that um a full auto melee setting this sounds Hell fun yeah. that'd glaive be fun glaive, yeah it'd be fun for glaives <laughs> specifically for sure and like probably some some stuff you some shenanigans you do with some exotics uh, for sure another set of craftable reprised raid weapons with an origin trait similar to what we did with deep stone crypt uh my money is on vog being the first one Volta class yeah season 21 it just makes sense in terms of um it already has the chest at the end where you can pull a guaranteed red border from um and i hope they would maybe like turn like some other puzzle into like a free red border or something in there i don't know what they would do but um it'd be nice uh for sure because that's definitely you can definitely feel the difference with deep stone but who knows now the 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 rates have been upped um maybe that's uh <clears throat> maybe that's better now um but yeah fog is my money's on fog it'd be cool if it was one of the other ones like garden or last wish just because it's been those been those are older raids and they would it'd be nice to see them get some love um but i but i'm just guessing it's probably fog because that's just yeah just it makes easier. sense it's yeah. easier and it's and it's free so like a lot more people have access to it um then the last thing they say is regular season and mid-season balance updates which i mean they're pretty much already doing that now so yeah yep. standard stuff um 
but yeah, that was most of the, the, the blog updates that we got for this week at Bungie. Uh, one more thing they had um, is they um, introduced a new social account called Destiny 2 Team. This is basically so now they can still kind of give more in-depth information for the game when like the, you know, you start, you know, um, DMG who who had left recently, I think was kind of a big proponent of this of like, you know, a TWAB would come out. And, you know, there, then all of a sudden there'd be like a billion questions about one particular thing on that. And you'd usually be pretty, pretty quick to respond and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. Or like, you know, they would, there'd be this conversation on Reddit and they would reply on Reddit. And, you know, then you'd have to go find that, you know, dig around for this. Now there's just this, this, this central, um, kind of static official account. So that way they're, you know, poor community, community, um, managers do not get the, the harassment or hate for these decisions. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they are ultimately just giving information. They are just the messengers of this stuff, right? They they do not have a say in any of these changes. So, but but they definitely, definitely them being, giving that information uh, made made them targets, uh, for yes, sure. Which, you know, for the toxicity. This is just a general thing. There'll probably still be a-holes who harass this account, but at least now it's just, like, a general one. So they they don't have to deal with it on their personal stuff, at least. Which is uh, which is probably very much needed. So that was a good, um, good good thing. Yeah, and it'll overall. be like a a good one stop source. Uh, is yes. what I'm hoping as well. Yeah, good one stop source. That's Des- Destiny Two Team. That's their. You can go to Twitter, and then they said that I think they in the TWAB they linked like their their Reddit username and um, the Bungie forum username as well. Um, but that's that's it. That's more or less it. They had. They said, you know, upcoming TWABs will have um, a deep, they'll, and they'll have upcoming TWABs and deeper dive blogs separate from TWABs coming in the coming in the next few weeks. Um, you know, they, they mentioned Strand, so I'm hoping we definitely get like a big Strand blog. Start learning about Strand. I would definitely. That's definitely one of the it's coming. It's definitely one of the the number one things I'm curious about. Beside what I mentioned yeah. earlier with like the 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 strike and Vanguard playlist updates, I think those are like the two big things I want to know most about but they also mentioned economy changes so i'm, mm. I'm also curious what that means boy I would, I would boy um something i would personally like to hear is more ways to get freaking legendary shards because yeah. they're definitely asking a lot more of them throughout the things granted uh, one of the uh, more recent updates made uh focusing at certain vendors not as many uh, legendary shards which is nice um, but even as somebody who's like, I'm not some crazy, I mean, I have a lot of legendary shards. I think I'm sitting around like 5,000 ish. Um, but I used to have a lot more cause they clearly, they very clearly know there's people like me or, or are even crazy. And they have like, you know, six digit, you know, legendary shard counts and they want those people, they want to feed into those. Um, but there's also people on the very opposite end who are like, you know, they're you know they can't literally get anything because because i'm struggling so, out here there's all so right? many, yeah, they're struggling out in these legendary shard uh streets so i would just hope like uh, even something I have is, two shards to rub together exactly even something as simple as just like we we're, here's a ghost mod that when you equip it you increase like the legend amount of legendary shards you get from activities like it's literally all they need to do and that'd be nice like they, but there's yeah. just kind of none of that at the moment um i wonder if that some of that economy changes because also involve crafting because i know they've definitely mentioned um, ways to get crafting materials outside of just, you know, deleting red borders uh, or leveling up weapons. Um, 
that makes a lot of sense to have some other way to get those, especially when we're about to get a huge dump truck of crafted weapons. The, the, the most amount of single crafted weapon dumped since probably Witch Queen launched. Is yeah, get, for sure. Get, Potentially know. even more. Yeah, exactly. Because we're going to get Lightfall weapons. We're going to get new season get, seasonal weapons, raid weapons. The destination weapons, yeah. the season, the raid. And then potentially a couple more world drops. Yep. Something so, else. Who knows? Exotics. Exotics. Exactly. So we're going to get like a ton of that. So it makes a lot of sense for them to maybe uh, do some do some uh, some increased drop rates or increase the amount you can, of the even the basic material would be nice. Yeah. Again, them talking about strikes like uh, we've talked about it a lot, especially with the heist battlegrounds playlist and all that, like a legendary strike playlist that has like a chance to give you ascended alloy, extra legendary shards, yep. or all of the above yep. potentially. Do a, or, or what I would what I would really like is a bring back. This is you know early Destiny two year one. I think probably the, the first game had this too, but they had heroic story missions. Yeah, and they kind of have that playlist now, but it's just Wish Queen missions. So maybe with Lightfall, they just maybe combined. Um, a playlist that will be there to then you can just run Witch Queen or Lightfall campaign missions. Hell, even take some of the older ones if they can somehow do that. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah. Or add them in the future. Put like the, the Beyond Light campaign missions in there or something. Um, just 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 something to like, yeah, you can just live in that playlist and grind out some some crafting materials and send in alloys and whatever other stuff would be cool. Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the blog. I think that's everything. Yeah, we have here for this this week here on Helmed Tower, our first podcast in the books. Yeah, talking Very about fun. talking about Destiny stuff. There's tons of stuff here. Um, again, I'll have links to the the uh, blogs probably in the YouTube video for this. Um, again, we just want to thank everybody for you know checking out this podcast here on Helm the Tower. Again, you know it's, it's good. We're gonna be we're be doing this kind of as our main thing from here on out. Uh, you know, it might be you know we didn't have you know tons of people stop by the channel. I appreciate it, and you know they came by for those edited, more kind of beginner friendly kind of guide videos and stuff like. So I do greatly appreciate everybody checking those out. And I did enjoy making them, but it's just. Uh, difficult time for me to make that kind of content right now um with with current life uh standings so this is easier um and ultimately at the end of the day the the, the point of this channel was to kind of just talk destiny um yeah. have an outlet outlet to for me and alex to talk about destiny and not completely take over our main irrational passions channel for like months on end with whatever is going on in destiny um <laughs> but this gives us an outlet and, we're, and i'm hoping this will allow us to make stuff have a more frequent uploads to the channel because a lot of that edited content that I did previously was kind of sporadic just because of the nature of having time to actually sit down and edit stuff. Um, sure. Our more elaborate edits and capture footage and stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for watching. Um, oh, one, one last thing on, on that front. Um, I will probably try and maybe cut out some segments of this. So like maybe if you're looking at this and you're like, Ooh, a two hour podcast. Uh, you know, maybe maybe that's not your thing. That's fine. I get it. Um, even though we enjoy making that stuff a little bit more because it gives us more time to talk about stuff. 
Um, I mean, I might try and cut out some segments of this, of some of the stuff we talked about into smaller videos, little snippets that people can uh, check out and see what we're talking about here. Cool. Um, and that, and um, for now, this will be um, a weekly podcast leading up to Lightfall, uh, where we talk in Destiny each week. So I hope you come out, come check us out. Uh, we're going to be mainly this YouTube video version of the podcast, but I think in the future we will try and get this on podcast services as well. But yeah, Helm to yeah. Tower podcast. Thanks yeah, check everybody. Out, um, check out my column the same week that this is out, and uh, that's right. We'll, awesome. uh, we'll be back next week talking more about whatever Bungie lets us know about Lightfall. Heck yes. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Mike. Bye, everyone. Bye.